Michael. It's Michael. Chris. Hello, it's Chris. <laughs> Ian. Hey, it's Ian. Welcome, everybody. And we are joined by a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Lonzo. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell the people what you do and where they can find you and how they can support you. Hola, soy Lonzo. Uh, hey, hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm Lonzo Gonzo. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lonzo Gonzo. You can find me at Blue Skies at Lonzo Gonzo underscore because someone took it. Uh, you can find me at Twitch at Lonzo Gonzo underscore. Um, I am a variety streamer over on Twitch. Uh, podcaster, TTRPG player, uh, community team lead at Cafe Cultivar, also the TTRPG coordinator over at Cafe Cultivar. We have a podcast uh, on Wavering Force. It's Star Wars Pathfinder 2E, using, set in Order 66, six months after, and we just released a episode yesterday. Um, for those that are going to be listening to the future on the 30th of December of 2003, year of our Chris. Um, <laughs> it's a, a doozy. It was a great time recording. So, yeah. And I'm just excited as all hell to be here. Yeah, we're so glad to have you. Oh, it's New Year's Eve is when we're recording. So uh, we're at the ultimate New Year's Eve party here in on the on the internet in Avastria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, also, Lonzo's like one of our biggest fans. So, you know, the more content you consume for Forge, you know, the higher the chances are you are on the podcast. I, 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 I can't say that sincerely, but it, hey, you know, maybe <laughs> one day you could be me. Just, just don't be, don't be me. Don't, <laughs> just don't, don't count on it. <laughs> I don't even know what uh, I'm doing. Uh, no, I, here's the secret is none of us know what we're doing. And that's, that's why this works. Um, a uh, couple things before we get started. Uh, Found Familiar, Greenleaf Geek. Y'all y'all know that we love them. Uh, so go to foundfamiliar.com, use the code FayForge at checkout to get 10% off your order and support the podcast a little bit and get some amazing coffee, which I drank nine too fast this morning and it's all gone. Uh, and go to greenleafgeek.com as well uh, and use the code FayForge there as well. And let me as well say as well a few more times. And then uh, get some dice and some other, some other good uh, nerdy memorabilia memorabilia that's not the right word but i'm sticking with it and support two two really great companies and creators um in this hellscape capitalist world that we live in that tries to crush anyone who is small and independent um so there's that if you want to support us further than just downloading and listening which is a great thing uh which we love uh you can support us on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash Academy, where we have a bonus campaign uh, that we need to record another episode for soon, um, where I just unashamedly try to kill all the all the players um, every episode. Um, and we have fun. We have giggles. Um, Good times. Yep. And there's lots of other stuff, too. There's subclasses that we've written for the, for the main campaign. There's a lot of my DM notes, maps, um, and all sorts of good things. Um, and last but not least, go to iTunes or Spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review. Um, cause that is one of, if not the very best way besides word of mouth, um, to get our podcast into other people's brains. And that's what we're trying to do. We're little mind flayer tadpoles trying to take over everyone, but not in a proprietary, you can sue us for that comment kind of way, just in the regular way. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> 
if I say TM at the end, does that mean it's ours and it's safe to do? Um, I'm out of order, exclusive. So, yes. <laughs> T- TM. TM. <laughs> Copyright. Yeah, it is. Copyrighted. Uh, don't listen to this podcast, Wizards. Um, it wasn't us. Let's play D&D. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> is another I would say normal day for you in Riverheart working under Arden Fisher who is the head of the metallurgist guild in the city over the last month or so a lot has changed in Riverheart for you in particular Uh, what you thought was just going to be a regular internship uh, that was arranged for you actually by Professor Perseverance, has turned into being a part of a massive union and a strike and a union alliance creating a brand new union um, that has gone far beyond just studying under Arden. Tonight, uh, you are accompanying him to a meeting down down by the docks, down by the... um, in the offices of the River Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport, uh, which is uh, where Tyso Vare primarily works. Tyso Vare being the head of that union and one of the three kind of leaders that have created this larger union, this Riverheart Workers Union. Over the last month or so, Arden has become increasingly paranoid trusting you uh, given your connection to the academy more than anyone else and revealing that he believes he is being followed he is being watched he is being hunted that there is some sort of underlying force trying to stop the work of the union stop the strike that is going on to eliminate him He also fears for Thyroka, Ruby Delver, uh, one of the other leaders. And his suspicion has turned to Tyso Vare. But you'll have been invited to a meeting tonight. It's a little past dusk. The moon is out, kind of leaving a silver lining around the clouds, um, the scattered clouds in the sky. Um, As you approach, uh, with Arden Fisher, why don't you describe your character? Sure. Um, my character is named Alejo de Leon. 
they are a tabaxi monk. Um, they are leopard um, print, but they're instead of the prominent yellows, it's more browns. Um, and the brown spots are yellow spots instead. Uh, they're just wearing a Fayforge Academy um, uniform. Uh, they have their little pin there saying that they're part of the uh, union. And they also have a pin on the bottom saying that they are an intern. So that way they're a little bit discernible um, from others. They don't get the same privileges as um, most of the union reps. But, you know, they're still part of it. Uh, they um, are just a little apprehensive as, where, as well because they've been trying to send correspondence back to Professor Perseverance of saying, hey, things here are getting a little bit more serious than originally thought. This internship's getting um, out of the purview of what an internship should be. Should I be? becoming a bodyguard I'm I don't think that's really what it, it, the syllabus didn't state this also have you been getting any of my reports or um, projects because I haven't gotten anything and it's just like every three days just sending another co another correspondence <laughs> back just wondering <laughs> like are our grades up um you know, the syllabus said we had something due in a few days. Can I get an extension on this? Because uh, things are getting a little too real over here at Riverheart. And I think he's just really confused as to where he's at now versus where he was when he was a student. Um, he doesn't know, like, what's going on, but he's, he's capable in his ability. So he's like, I guess I could help be a bodyguard in this, but... Is this really my job? <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> it's supposed to be an internship. All I've learned is to be a bodyguard. So uh, as you and, and Arden Fisher approach uh, the, basically the office space where, where Tysover works, Arden Fisher is this large earth genasi, about six, three, six, four. His skin looks very stone-like but there's like veins of it almost looks like um mercury like like liquid metal kind of running through his veins um in, into his hands his eyes are this um bright green but very emerald like uh when you look into them it looks like his eyes are almost made out of gemstones as you're walking he's looking around over his shoulder um says they keep watch i don't trust tyso today there's something who who does these late late meetings I something's off something's definitely off That's, yeah I agree with that I mean I have a report due in a few days I should be home getting that done but hopefully this is a quick meeting do you expect this to be dangerous I mean it should just be conversations right the, uh I, I, I hope so. Um, and don't don't worry about about your project. If 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 needed, I'll I'll of course help you out and and make sure it gets done. And oh, the the professors know if someone else helps out, they're really against 
No, no, I, I mean, I, I, I understand, but I mean, I, I will, I'll put some time into, into at least, um, overseeing and, and making sure you have all the resources you need. And I'm perseverance is an old, old friend of mine. We, we actually graduated together. Oh, really? Oh, how was he like back then? <laughs> he was, <laughs> uh, Percy's a little nerd. Loved his <laughs> he loved his plants and spent more time talking to little flowers and making them dance than anything, but, um... I can't imagine Professor talking and making plants dance. Wow. I should probably put that to the school paper. That would be a nice little, uh, factoid for them. <laughs> you absolutely should. Uh, maybe, maybe once all this, um, strike stuff has passed and things a little bit calmer, I'll, uh, I'll take you out for a drink and we can... How old is... I should, I should ask before I offer to take him out for a drink. How old is Alejo? No, that's classic, classic <laughs> behavior. Be like, hey, let's go for a drink. Wait, how old are you? Oh, how old oh, are you're, you? Oh, you're 11? <laughs> <laughs> child labor, child labor. Um, I would say Alejo's probably about... Um, going to be turning 19 soon. Okay. We're going we're gonna to go with European drinking laws. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, maybe uh, after all this is over... Take you out for a drink, and I'll tell you some old stories uh, uh, <laughs> about about Percy. It'll, it'll be it'll be fun. Uh, Alejo smiles at that because he hasn't seen Arden kind of relaxed in a while, and like the last month or so, he's just seen him a little uptight, a um, little skittish. So to see him kind of like loosen up, smile, makes Alejo like feel a little bit better, um, knowing that. You know, for a brief moment, you can feel a little relief, a little relaxation. I feel like D&D drinking age is like 13. (laughs) (laughs) Single digits. If you're old enough to defend your hometown from a dragon, you're old enough to have a pint at the tavern. Hey, you know what? That sounds about right. (laughs) Not even old enough. You earned it. You you earned it if you survived. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So as, as he knocks on the door... Um, uh, it's open. You see Taiso inside. Uh, Taiso is a, a Yuan-Ti. You see some of the scales, um, these like deep forest green and yellow scales on the back of his neck. Um, his eyes very um, reptilian um, with that sort of yellowish, sort of unsettling look, I would say. He says, oh, Arden, right on time as usual. Welcome. Please come in. Uh, make yourself comfortable. I'm still taking care of a couple things uh, on the logistics end uh, with uh, shipping and transport. But uh, Thyroka's here uh, and points. You see this this short, squat little uh, dwarf woman, um, thick braids down her back, uh, just sitting there sipping on a on what looks like a, a cup of tea. Uh, and if you need anything, please let me know. Um, I'll be back. I'll be back shortly. We're waiting on uh, just a few other things uh, to come together tonight. And Arden says, well, be be quick about it. We have a lot of important things to do outside of whatever you are trying to plan. And he kind of gestures you, Lehio, to, uh, to sit down. Um, Thyroka doesn't say anything, just kind of gives you gives you both a nod. Alejo um, just puts his hands up to greet and 
goes finds a chair in like the back of the room and brings out from his uh, little satchel his conclave of the arcane cards and he's just going through and just like get some sleeves out um, so protect the sleeves to sleeve his deck of cards and then gets like another set out so he could double sleeve it so they're extra protected <laughs> and he's going through and just you know like admiring them just sleeving them because oh it's been a while since he's had a chance to do that amazing why are you why, why are you coming on this podcast risen me up <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm gonna make a deal to put this in like every single podcast or ttrpg i do so it's starting here i love it i love it so uh as you um take a seat uh messing with your cards sleeve in your cards arden and thyroka kind of give a little whisper nothing that you can hear i actually i guess i should ask do you have like the observant feet or something where you can hear everything that's thought i'm i'm a student at faith forge mm-hmm. academy i am not that observant <laughs> okay a level 13 student though so yeah i gotta i gotta ask um uh so as you watch the two of them kind of sitting uncomfortably there's a, a couple humans come in and out um one offers you some water um there's like a, a tray of snacks, um, little little munchies set out. Um, but Tyso seems to have disappeared. And Thyroka and Arden are uncomfortable and a little bit anxious. But we're going to switch over to the rest of the party. You have just walked off the Scorn and Scant, leaving the real uh, slot control gem uh, locked in Captain Odira's cabin. As you walked off the ship, you saw the silhouette of a dwarf on one of the rooftops, watching, not really moving, very, very Batman-esque, uh, small cape <laughs> floating in the wind. Parents clearly dead. Yeah. <laughs> very bad. There's literally, literally a sign that says my parents, my parents were murdered in a back alley. Um, Criminal alley. Crime alley. Hey, kids, let's take a shortcut down. Crime alley. But as you walk off the deck, being in the docks uh, and kind of having all the information you have, you were given the location to take take this box to um, for Tyso Vare. You know, it's it's really only maybe a 10 or 15 minute walk from the ship to the head of the Riverheart Union of Shipping and Transport where you were to, to deliver this MacGuffin, we'll say. Is there, are you, are you taking any, um, are you going on any side quests on the way to this? I guess is what I would ask. Oh, I, I don't think so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Going straight there. I don't have anything I need to get. Yeah. yeah. We could go to the library. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, as you approach, are you've been under the seeming spell multiple times? Um, mm-hmm. I have lost track <laughs> of what hour we are in. Uh, uh, in those, so I, we we went into dwarf mode on our yeah. way to the scorn and scan. Okay, so you would and still be in dwarf mode. I think so. Um, yeah. Should so, we? Are, hmm? Are we? I feel like we're we've dropped it all. Well, well it's seeming not you can't drop. And it mm. lasts for eight hours. Yeah. So right. 
So to follow that up, the letter that you opened um, and had to, um, that was from uh, Aloric Battlehammer. Yes. Mentioned that this was being delivered by a group of tieflings. It's true. So I just want to throw that information out there. Do, do, can you use, can you like, so once you, you say seem, once you do seeming and you are the thing, you can't like change form within seeming. You have to like stay within that form. I believe you can, you can seeming the seeming essentially is what, which is what y'all have been doing. Yeah. We've just been dropping, going from, so I would, I could cast it again. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to. I know that's like a spell slot, but I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. So so back to um oh why can't I think of the name of your band? Uh Lenny and the Dancing Tin Bottoms? Yes. Back to the Mm. Tin Bottoms. (laughs) Okay. How could you forget this? Um, (laughs) I (laughs) so this is this is a, a above table moment that this is really funny because um uh Lonzo's character would particularly recognize Ariadne as Ariadne as part of the faculty at the Forge Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. But, but we'll have no idea since you're a tiefling right now. Yeah. Oh, is <laughs> it, are we, so we're all tieflings? Okay. Again, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we're, on, we're on the fuck it, we ball mode. Ah, nice. <laughs> well, I, guess, uh, I guess they weren't here for, I'm, I'm Blossom and Blossom is me. Yeah, no, that, that happened right before y'all. The, the <laughs> amount of disguises that have been happening in the last six to eight episodes. Listen, ours is, was a great disguise. No one could have <laughs> out of control. noticed. Yeah, no, it was at all. Yeah, it was. It was really a disguise. So uh, as as you approach with the with the box, who's who's carrying? And is that is that something that's hidden on your person, or are you just sort of carrying it like a? Um, well, if we're like if you. we're back in Looney the Dancing Tim Bombs mode, I think we're all carrying, right? We got our we got our pieces. Oh, that's I, true. I mean, yes, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, carrying the box with the crystal in it. You have to be who's, specific. Who's physically wrapped up? Who's but. physically holding? Well, how big is uh, it? Is a very critical um, question for one of our characters. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it bigger than a bread box? I would say I would say it's similar in size to Rain. Um, I will I will carry me. the box. I will carry the box. Um, we I was able to get a short rest in, right? Yes. From the yeah 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 okay yeah I'll carry the box. I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh, so as you approach, um, it's very the Union Heart River of shipping and transport. It's very um, well labeled. I guess is the word that's coming into my head. Um, there's a very clear sign. Um, it's a sort of a double doorway. There's, there's windows on both sides. You can see some lights inside. Um, if any of you peeked through the windows, you would see um, a tabaxi sitting in what you would assume is sort of like the lobby or waiting room. Um, a tabaxi playing with some sort of game gaming cards. You would see a, a dwarf and an earth genasi as well. Um, the two of them sitting a little closer, kind of whispering back and forth. Uh, as you approach the door, uh, it is locked. So you're not able to just walk inside. What do you do? 
I mean, do we knock? Do do dwarves knock? But we're not we're not dwarves. We're tieflings. No, I meant like you know, and we're well, we're in dwarf city. Well, we're, so she's a she's a yonti. Oh, do they knock? They hiss. Mm. Cause knocks. <laughs> they, uh, from what I remember in the nine hells, they just take their tail and just like slap, slap it onto it on the there. portal. So. <laughs> I was um, expecting like a hiss, 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 hiss. So the best way to do that as a humanoid is you, you put your elbow on the door and you, 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 you pull your arm away and then you just slap the whole thing with. That's what I found worked out in the Nine Hells. So that's the so, Yanti knock. Quick right, question. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for the Yanti knock. I only knock. appear slightly taller than I normally am, but I'm not actually taller than I normally am. Correct. Okay. So oh, you, are, you, are, you are a little two-foot child tiefling. Okay. Great. <laughs> with, with a gun. Perfect. I'm gonna put the gun in the front of my diaper so you can see that I'm fucking packing. And then, <laughs> my diaper. Oh, what is this baby kids? I don't know. You said a child. I imagine a toddler. So anyway, I've got my my Strap. fucking Glock in my Pampers, but I would it's, like to pull myself up on the ledge so I can see the reaction to the knock. It's it's instead of huggies, it's thuggies. <laughs> no. It's the little tyke's first Glock. <laughs> My first clock. <laughs> oh, that's the name of the episode. Um, <laughs> Zero idea how to use this thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you knock, uh, Legio, you hear the knock as well. You s- see um, Arden and Thyroka both kind of look at the door with a puzzled look. Um, you weren't aware of any more people that would be involved in this meeting. Uh, you're not being discreet, right, Chris? Um, I guess not. I don't. I don't think I can be with these horns on top. I, they're probably going to see something. I don't think you so, can be discreet because it's you. You know, I'll try. You know what, though, my decks, my stealth is a plus eight, so maybe. Okay, I was just wondering because you said you were like kind of standing in the in the windowsill. I just want to like pull myself up so I'm just barely peeking over the window ledge so I okay. can see in. Okay, never mind. I was just picturing like this. No, not full face against the <laughs> <Just> glass. Like... <laughs> okay, uh, never mind. You you don't really notice anything except um, Tysover, um comes slithering out, uh, essentially. Says, ah, that must be what I was waiting for. Uh, opens the door um, and says... Um, very confused at the look, at at the experience of seeing <laughs> your group. Can I help you? Oh, Ty, so so good to see you. I've had so many good things. We've just been sent along by our good friend, and of course, Cos would remember this, but he has to because it was real cool. Alor- Aloric Battlehammer. There it is. We've just been sent along by our good friend, Mr. Battlehammer, a mutual companion of ours. Need I say more? Please, it's getting dark out. Maybe come in. Ah, uh, yes. Do you have, um, do you have my package? Would you like me to whip it out right here on your doorstep? I love when people whip out their package on my doorstep. 
I will. I will. I will like. I. I will. <laughs> I will what? Like, <laughs> I. I have to. I have it underneath my like blazer thing, so I gotta like show the. We whip out our dick knives, thing. okay? <laughs> As a student of the Dick Forge, Alejio's just like, uh. <laughs> Wait. So where is where is Alejo right now in this scene? Is he in this? Scene? Um. Just sort. Yeah. You're. He is, was on the other side of the door, essentially. So, um, through that door, if you look past, you would see Thyroka and Arden, uh, and a tabaxi that I think. Um, why don't Why don't you all roll an insight? That's not me as well, correct? They're they're rolling. They're rolling to see if they recognize and or remember you. <laughs> so seventeen for me. Kaz gets a seventeen. Nine. Blossom gets a fourteen. Okay, uh, those of you with the cause, you were the only one with. What did you get, Michael? Seventeen as well. A seventeen. Uh, the two of you, um, cause cause and Besky, uh, you recognize Alejio. I though I don't know that you would necessarily be able to place a name, uh, but you do recognize this Tabaxi, um, from your time at the Fae Forge, uh, they would have been, I'm, and I'm sorry, Lonzo, was, was, um, Alejo, uh, what were, what were Alejo's pronouns? He, him. Okay. Uh, he's also wearing the, the uniform as well, yeah. so if anything, that's probably the oh, thing that's... yeah, so, so all of you would recognize some, oh, God. some, some good Fae Forge Academy getup. Um, oh, shit. We have a uniform? Yeah-ish. Oh. I mean, maybe he went to, like, the student hall. You weren't, you, Rain, Rain, you weren't there long. I went to you school for, like, two enough. weeks. Who knows? <laughs> they're really good students anyway, so. Um, Listen. But you would also note, um, I believe Alejo would have been, um, to be having, like, an, an internship uh, slash uh, work study sort of a thing. Um, you'd have to have been further along. So I, I believe Alejo has been has been a student longer than any of you. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, upperclassmen. Ooh. But yeah, Kaz and Besky, you you have seen specifically um, Alejo around. Um, the rest of you just recognize the uh, Fae Forge Academy getup. Um, but as you as you pull that out, Besky, um, uh, Tysover reaches for it. Ah, thank you. I've been waiting for this. Um... And he opens up the letter. Um, is this all like right on the doorstep? Are we like? Hat? Yeah. Are we? Are we? You're, I thought you're, he. You're, you're at the doorstep, essentially. You're, I he thought opened he the door. opened a slot and just was like looking at us. No, the door's open. No, he opened. He opened the door. Well, I'm, I'll waddle in. I'm just surprised that he's opening this package up on this on the street right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I was like, can he? This guy's got balls. Can we have? He's he's opening the letter. He's oh. not opening the box. Oh. oh okay, mm. okay. 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 was just looking at. Um, at Arden just being like, is everything this supposed to happen? Kind of gives you a look back that's like, I don't know. I, like, like, um, more concerned. Thyroka's like eyes are narrowed at this group and whatever's happening. Uh, I will like brush my my wispy, uh, but like very GQ styled slick back white hair back and say, you know. Um, can we conclude this business inside, please? Oh, Spice? I, as, as he reads it, um, yes, yes, of course, of course. Um, um, come help yourself. Uh, the small tray of like crackers and cheeses and stuff. Um, 
And what what was your your names? Uh, Lork failed to mention what I should refer to you as. I look over at Lenny. <laughs> Why, I'm Lenny, and we and this is where we all have to strike our like tiefling uh, gang gun pose. <laughs> Charlie's Angels on the doorstep. <laughs> on the doorstep. <laughs> and we, everyone strikes a pose, are the dancing tin bottoms. I think of that Alejo just stops sleeving and just looks over and says, this is the strangest internship <laughs> I've ever had. Done. He has no idea what's coming. Um, Arden, Arden sort of stands up and says, Tyser, what is, what is this? Is this some sort of is what we're doing some sort of joke to you that you would hire this riffraff? He says, oh, no, they're just, they're just cour- couriers um, from an acquaintance. Uh, and Thyroka says, what do you need with uh, Alorik? Mm. He's not, um, not what I would call um, union friendly. Oh, yes, we don't see eye to eye about workers in Riverheart, but he is an old friend, you know. Mom and Dad gave me a lot of connections, and he's one of them. And he wanted to send me a gift that I wanted to share with you. Um, so if you give me a, a few moments, um, I have a, a few things, a few more things to take care of, a few paperwork things, uh, and then we can get to our meeting. Alork spoke very highly of you, Tin Bottoms, uh, I don't know why he didn't mention you by name, but he did say he liked. He thought that you might be useful people to me. Could I get your help in in the back, please? It would be an absolute pleasure. Please lead on. How is he saying I need your help in the back? Is uh, it like it, insight that? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that's <laughs> yeah. sketchy. Could yeah. I insight that as well? And does the name of Lorik mean anything to Alejo? Um with the name, I, I think being around Arden, I think I, yeah, I was, I was going to say it's a name at least that, um, you would recognize having Arden just kind of mumbling under his breath. in his more paranoid times about it's a, it's, it's a name that does not come with a lot of love from Arden, but, uh, yeah, Besky roll me an insight check. Got you. Uh, 19, uh, it is not a friendly come help me. There is some, uh, if you remember the letter, yep. uh, the way it was worded was to the effect of mm-hmm. these people might help you or you can kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's what I, that's what I was like inciting. I was trying to figure out. Yeah. And you, you got the, you got the kill them vibes. Oh God. Mm, yep. yep. Oh, really? Shit. <laughs> Damn. All right. A little rude, but okay. <laughs> um, I'm just over here with my fists full of cheese and crackers. Uh, okay, we need to paint Ray's that picture like a little... of I can this picture two, that so two foot this two foot tiefling toddler with like glass sticking out of their pampers, just shoveling cheese and cheese and crackers. <laughs> like Alejo's just even more confused, just seeing like this little toddler Whose just walk around. Do I see the piece <laughs> out of the diaper? That's up to rain. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just even more confusion and just looks to Arden and it's just like the fuck is happening here? Uh, Arden, Arden kind of slides over to you and says, 
I don't know what's going on, but I don't like this. Stay on your toes. Uh, he and- takes his uh, deck of cards and just starts putting them back in his bag and puts his bag over his shoulder. It's just like... Uh, is just kind of being a little bit more observant of what's going on because things just went from strange to weird to like this is this is some wacky ass shit. <laughs> uh, Taiso does before after he takes the box and and you all come in this sort of lobby section. Uh, he closes the door and locks it. Um, uh, I'll say, um, well, uh, let's complete this business quick. We still have more things on our dance card this evening. And, like, me trying to say dance card is, like, we didn't discuss, like, there's <laughs> danger gonna happen, but, like, I'm trying to, like, let the no- let let the rest of the dance crew know that G- give me a, uh, give me a performance check. There might be some more dancing. <laughs> As I rolled a 19, but to add my oh, performance. Oh, you're, you're a warlock, so you're gonna 23. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, the rest of the tin bottoms you could you can catch in Besky's tone and and maybe let's say you you shift your body language just a just a hint mm-hmm. um, in a way that you would all recognize even though it's not it doesn't look like Besky in front of you uh, you see Besky's subtly getting ready for a brawl stance oh lord mm-hmm. and Tyso Tyso uh, I don't think that he can even hit that with his insight. Are we about to fight right here? Right here. <laughs> Roll the natural one. Um, uh, he says, um, please uh, follow me. And, and uh, I have something I would like you to take back to Alork if you if you would. Oh, we'd be delighted. And like, Kaz is definitely, I mean, like, is Kaz picking up this guy's got those these kill you vibes? Um... What's your passive insight? Passive? 14? 14. Um, I would say, combined with Besky's uh, communications, Mm. um, subtle communications, yeah, that it's, there's, there's some shady, shady shit going on in this guy's mind. Yeah, like, uh, like that, combined with, with Besky's body language, combined with the fact that this guy thinks he's got a slot control gem, and I know that he doesn't, I'm not, I'm, Kaz is not worried. Kaz is like, all right, how are we going to roll this guy? All right, so we probably best do that out of sight anyhow. Okay. So as he opens, opens kind of, or goes down a, a side hallway to the three of you uh, who have worked with, with Tyso in the past, um, he says, uh, give us just a moment while I package up this for, for him. As you are walking, he's kind of, or slithering, I guess I should say, for, for him. Um, he is sort of slithering along a little quicker than you would feel as a normal like just a normal walking pace right like there's if if that makes sense the pace is abnormal as he moves moves quickly goes into another room and as he's maybe 10 feet in front of you expecting you to follow um, what are the four of you doing definitely I was just following along playing playing the part of Dumb messenger about to get killed. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, this guy thinks he's gonna he's got a control slot gem, and he doesn't. How so. are our weapons concealed? Are they disguised as the instruments, or we've got guns, Adelaide? We're just flashing. Oh, we have just guns. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we do actually have guns. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and no, by the not, way, uh, yeah, Captain Adi gave us actual guns. So we actually That's right. We have, that's right. But they're they're flint they're flint lock flint flint they're flint, flint locks. locks. Yeah. They're not they're not okay. not they're not glizzies. They're oh, not, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean they're glizzy, okay? <laughs> a gun is a gun. Adi's like in my in my in my travels I found an Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you can't boom. miss. Behold this strange wand. It can only cast one spell, but it's a doozy. Captain Yeah, Captain Adi is I like this bullet. is known as a street sweeper. Semi-automatic <laughs> 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 wand. The fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Ice Bathroom have like the hacksaw and she's like son. <laughs> That's uh, nearly complete. <laughs> okay. Uh so as you are following along, um actually let me give uh Alejo, is there anything that you would want to do? Uh I assume Arden's like we're we're right next to each other now, correct? Yeah. Like because Arden's just really uh, on the scare scale of paranoia, it's probably a fifteen. I'm going to lean a little closer to Arden and ask, should I go follow them and see what they're doing? He says, yes, yes, that's a that's a wonderful idea. We'll, me and Tyroka will stay back. Um, if you see anything dangerous, uh, I guess yell. Should I use a certain code word or sound or something? Yelling, I assume... If you hear yell, you might not know it's me. It could be someone else. Uh, these folks that came in, they look kind of dangerous. You could yell, it's a trap. Mm, that'll work. That'll work. Um, Alejo takes off his bag that has his cards in here, and he goes to Arden and says, protect us with your life. These are... They're not first edition Conclave the Arcane cards but you know they're, some of them are kind of expensive and, and be careful I didn't finish leaving them and all like you know, I, I don't want to get a bent or you know creases on them just so go, just he starts go. to nerd out a little bit it's fine I'll we'll take care of them just, and just go he, he takes like three steps turns back like with your life protect them and then he starts to sneakily stealthily walk uh, and try and follow. You hear you hear some boomer mumblings behind you about kids and their priorities <laughs> these days. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a '94 beta. Right, you know what? Never mind. I want to see this guy anymore. Cool. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, this is paying for my college education. This <laughs> is an investment. Um, uh, give me a a stealth check. Twenty-eight. That'll that'll do. Um, so. The four of you, uh, as you follow, um, cause I would like you to give me a perception check real quick. All right. Punchings will continue until morale improves. All right, I got a 23 perception. So as you are walking, trying to keep up with, with Tyso, you hear him whisper as his hand does sort of a little, um, very clearly a um, somatic component to some sort of spell. Oh, I got to hear that. It says... We have what we need. Start it now. Wait, could I, could I hear the... So I saw a somatic component to a spell, but not a verbal component. Oh, uh, let me double check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, DM, uh. Actually, I have no idea, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just... Like, I just I'm expecting Tyso to, like, pull out this slot gem and do the activating, you know, abracadabra, so... 
Kaz would like to know what that abracadabra is. In case we need to use the horrible evil artifact later. Just in case. I wanna know. <laughs> so so the case. box is still the box is still closed. Oh okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um you would know this is some some version of a message spell. Gotcha. Oh, I see, okay. I see, okay. Okay. Talking talking to someone who you can't hear the other line. Or mm-hmm. who's on the other end of the line. Um this this warehouse though is is pretty massive. So as as you're as you're walking through, it takes a good couple minutes as he's goes into a hallway, large warehouse, boxes everywhere. Um, you can tell that things have piled up um, more than than normal. Mm. Um, just as as the strike has happened, um, they're keeping things locked locked in. There's a lot of padlocks and chains on things, uh, making sure things can't get out. Um, and uh, he takes you he takes you to the back. Um, uh, as he gets to the doorway, he says, Ah, uh, would you wait here for about one more minute while I go package what I need? He opens the door very, um, it's, he's shady. Um, just enough for him to kind of like slip in mm-hmm. and close it. Uh, it locks behind him, you hear. And so now the the five of you, though, though, Alejo, you are not able, you are not seen by the rest of the party. Um, given your, your feline-like stealth, you are at the back of this large warehouse. Go ahead, Michael. This warehouse, who does it belong to? Is it like a union's, like the warehouse for the whole entire union? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I don't want to fuck the warehouse. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this warehouse. Um, yeah, and it's all the all the stuff that they are supposed to be shipping. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the boxes are not owned, by the union, but but they're they're responsible for shipping and load, especially loading loading ships. I forget. Do we like these unions or not? Are they like you? Actually, because I remember it was like they're unions, but they're kind of like not unions. They're like mafia unions. Like what? <laughs> so there's three unions, and yeah, yeah. One of the two of them seem like legit. Well, they probably are all mm-hmm. legit, but two of them are run by people who seem legit, and one of them is run by Tysover, this Yanti guy who's shady as fuck, and so. And- and there's a there's like a consortium of like dwarven families that are definitely not labor friendly, like opposite labor friendly. And Tysover is really cozy with them. Okay, okay. Is there? So my question now is, looking around, do I see some sort of like mafia paraphernalia that looks susceptible to burning? Because like <laughs> he's giving us a whole minute, and like I, you know, maybe. It sounds like, you know, he's trying to kill us. So, like, when he comes in, I'm just going to be like, look, you got another emergency happening. So, he might be like, oh, no. And then we have a second to, you know, you know, I don't know. Something. So, I, I do want to know what he's do- I do want to know what he's doing in that room for sure. Oh, OK. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so how before before you say what you're going to do, Ian, blah, 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 uh, blah. Besky, give me a perception check. OK. Just as you're, you know, glancing al- around. Oh, natural 20, I think. <laughs> Because yes, it is. <laughs> um, okay, so as you are as you are looking around, there is there is a lot. Most of the materials in here, the boxes are flammable. The contents you would guess are probably probably not very. Um, there is a lot of specifically fey iron um, ingots or different different forms of the metal to uh, to ex- you would assume to export. Uh, and that is that is the main export of Riverheart, the city, and Karen as a whole. Um, okay. It is a 
you as a uh, Nairinian noble would recognize it as one of the key components to making airships. Sure. Um, as far as mafia sorts of things, you did roll a nat 20. There is in the back... Well, you are, you are near the back. Sort of mm-hmm. in this back area, um, there are a couple boxes... Uh, large, like, shipping crate size boxes that don't look like they've moved Mm. in a very, very, very long time. This is interesting. So, like, I would maybe surmise that I can burn the boxes with, like, these these metals, because the metals won't burn, like, Mm -hmm. they won't get hot enough to actually do harm to them if I'm trying to create a distraction, so it would be more distracting to him rather than it us causing, like, a whole family business to just be fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing about these boxes in the back, um, they they aren't labeled, whereas, like, mm-hmm. everything else you've you've come by is... Tagged and labeled very and stuff. Very tagged clearly where it's supposed to go, what ship yeah. it's supposed to go on, what dock it's supposed to go to, its final destination. Like, you even see a couple boxes that are headed to Nairine, um, and 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 whatnot. Huh. That was my, and then I'll take an action to summon my um, uh, well in a spear because I don't, mm-hmm. I didn't have it, so I'll take mm-hmm. an action to do that. Okay. May I DM since we have a minute? Two two questions. Well, one question, one point of order. <laughs> we're in a big open warehouse right now, or we're in a little hallway outside of this guy's office. Um, so you have, you went through, through a hallway into a large, Okay, so we're in a big open space now. Open Um, warehouse, yes. As soon as he closes the door behind him, I would love to turn invisible and take Colonel up to the door. Okay. And just encourage him to put his teeny little lizard head under the door and let me know what's happening in there. Uh, as you, as you encourage him, he does say, are you? Are you trying to get me killed? No, I've got you. See, I've got your back legs. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I've got you. I'm just going to rip you out. Oh, great. So so they'll grab my front and you'll grab my back and I'll get ripped in half. <laughs> They're not, just put your face. I'm not telling you to go over me. <laughs> what are you doing? You never have to do anything. Help me out. You're, you're not that much bigger than me. You could stick your face under there and I could pull you out. I'm just going to pop his little <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. uh, but yeah, I just want to bear, just barely, so he can either get eyes or ears on what's happening on the other side of the door. Okay. Um, we're going to get back to that in a second. Ian, you were you were about to say something. Nah, that's everything I was going to do has been covered. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Rain, what you, you hear, Colonel, go, <gasps> Oh God! Can I yank him back? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> as you yank him back, he goes, "Oh fuck!" And we're gonna have to find out what happens. Next. Oh my God! Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow! No. No.
Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash faithforgeacademy. Uh, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. Is he sexy? Okay. I, well, I mean, he's a he's a he's a kitty, real life and in the character. Ooh. Yeah, like a like Ooh. a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Tabaxi. Yeah. Like a tabaxi. You know, everyone's got a little bit of a furry in them. Okay, so I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here to service them. <laughs> I that came out completely. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. That right. was that was uh, okay. that was hot mic too. Mm-hmm. Yes, we got you that. are. We got that. We got that. We got that. All right. <laughs>